That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for the ears of some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Listen up now, don't get too far. You tuned in to hear some stories told by two ladies named Hillary. Hey! <laughs> Ready? Ready? Good, because we're already recording. Okay, <laughs> what else? Okay, what else? Uh, what else is? We're back, guys. Uh, hello. I'm back. Uh, this is That's KC. I am Hillary Holt. I am Hillary Ballinger. And we chat true crime and paranormal. Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. Uh, the surrounding areas slash whatever find in either state. Because we can. Because <laughs> we can. And we enjoy it. We enjoy all of the stories. Uh, then we have a, a local. This is episode 35. <gasps> yes. Breck. We also have a special, special guest, guest with us. <laughs> yeah. It's so our house sitting because he's cooped up all day. Come here. Come on, Brick. Come here, crazy. We're at house sitting, so I didn't oh. want to just leave him. Eventually, he'll give up and lay down. But he's very stubborn. Um, if you may remember Breck from episode titled Breck, Breck, So Handsome, because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know what the number either. number is. Uh, Breck, Breck is so handsome. Oh, look so at handsome. you. Oh, look you're a so handsome, handsome boy. He has toys that do not squeak. I... Double, triple check this time. You don't. No, we're we're a very high. And you're not. You're not going downstairs. I told you to go when we got here. Mm-hmm. You just want to roam around. He just wants to go back out in the he, other room. Yeah, he wants to go run around. Um, okay, Where the garbage so, can is out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm, that's all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we have Casey. Casey, local things uh, this time uh, is. Uh, Jeez. Yeah, I'm looking right at it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's fire shine. It's like it's in your hands. <laughs> Literally in your hands. I legit at work today. Like, like there's a we had our lunch rush and um, like a guy was like he was like hi and he was like hi and then I just kind of like looked at him for a second. I was like, what can I get you? <laughs> he, like, just, he, was, he was a little freaked out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just staring, just, just like, oh yeah, what yeah. can I get you? Okay, <laughs> oh. Look, oh, you're here, person. Broke for a tiny second, but it was fine. And then I was, Ulrich's lunch rush was just like from like 11 to like 1. It was sl- oh. slightly slow today because of the rain. But. Yeah. Okay. Fire shine, corn, whiskey, and cinnamon liqueur of Platte Valley, which is uh, the McCormick Distilling Co. in western Missouri. A lot of cinnamon liqueur. Yeah. Like, well, it just smells It was only cinnamon. 35%, though, which is very low for moonshine. Yeah, that's probably why I don't mind it. Yeah. Normally, it's I hate moonshine. Tea I'm just like, no. Well, this flavor is so true. Yeah. But this is like, yeah, and sweet tea is a good combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yes. good. We might have had this for our St. Patrick's Day. Also, happy belated St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, for those who celebrated. Oh yeah, yeah, the parade was. Fine. AKA just a bunch of Americans who don't know the actual tradition and they just use it as an excuse to get drunk. Correct. And color everything and anything green. Anyone. And that cover it in glitter. Like to make money and have some Irish coffee. So those, those mm. are very, they're very good. They are very good. And I do, I do like went, an Irish yeah. coffee. So we went to Spokes because we discount. Pretty good. So we had iced coffees mm-hmm. or Irish coffees. 
I had one and a half, and I made uh, a friend. I made Eric finish it. I just kind of just slid it up. If you need to finish a drink, you just you just slide it over to Eric. And he's like, uh, seriously? Right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we had some like corned beef with cabbage. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I like corned beef. Well, I had potatoes in it, but it was it was fine. Mm. It was good. It was chilly. I went to the parade. Oh, it was fine. I was at work. Oh yeah, all day. No, oh, that sucks. And then I just went home. Yeah, because we had dinner with his with Dylan's parents for his birthday. That was on Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Dylan. <laughs> So now he's old Oops. like us. Yay. <laughs> Super duper old. Super old. Mm-hmm. Um, any, uh, any updates on anything? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh. Oh, the Thursday show event yeah. is uh, now live on the Facebook page, and that's where tickets can be purchased. I will share that. Okay. Before this episode <laughs> airs. It's just a mental note for Got me. A few days, uh, and then uh, yeah. So uh, if you are listening to this episode for the first time, it's fine. Or you forgot from the last episode, uh, March twenty ninth, we get to do a little mini live show, mm-hmm. and the Thursday night shows at Kick Comedy Theater, Westport Coffee House Theater, whatever they want to call it. Uh, everything. So all everything. Of those it's things. called a lot of things throughout the throughout the week. Uh, but yeah, this will be at eight o'clock. Tickets are ten dollars. Uh, there's um, a female improv group that's going, as well as um, female um, artists. And she, probably, I think she probably maybe plays an instrument. Maybe. Oh, um, I think I saw that. Yeah, they shared like a few photos or something. Yeah, they shared that today. Too. Yeah. Uh, like they just said like the music by music by yeah her. so yeah. music and then us and, and us and then us and then everyone will be like okay let's go home oh boy do you need water Breck what's the matter you might need water he's going to tell you about it okay like, hey, you tell me about it okay we'll figure it out uh well oh hello okay I guess we're gonna we're gonna hold for a second hold <laughs> Insert weird music here. Mm-hmm. Okay, back. It's funny though, because like Dylan's mom watches uh, her boss's dog uh-huh. every once in a while. Like they just got a new puppy, like maybe like a couple months ago, and she basically raised it. Like has it at their house yeah. all the time, but she used a golden doodle but she's more white uh but her hair is like her hair looks like a sheepdog like it's more just like long and like wavy it's not tight curls like his yeah it's really weird yeah which i know he's a labradoodle isn't he yeah but yeah i thought golden doodles were supposed to they usually have tighter hair too like labradoodles do but Mm. for some reason she's just got a lot of hair her hair basically looks like his tail hair Ah. And it's just all white and fluffy. But she's about the same size as him, and she's only, like, 35 pounds. Like, she's, like, light as air, but she looks really big because of her fluffy hair. Yeah. She looks crazy. She looks like a crazy old man, but she's good. cute. Hi. Yeah, okay. Uh, what? <laughs> what were we talking about? What were we talking about? I don't Irish. know. Uh, Thursday show. About. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. March 29th is a Thursday. Last Thursday of the month. 8 o'clock. 10 <laughs> 
All right. Uh-huh. I think that's all. Also, I didn't say how adorable this bottle is that it came it in. It is it's what so caught my cute. Eye. I was looking at something else, and then I was like, Fire Shine, that's interesting. And then I saw Platte Valley, and I wondered if that was like, like Platte mm-hmm. County. Yeah. And I picked it up, and it said Weston. I was like, yes. yes. Give it to me. Very yeah, good. Yeah, it's in like, uh, what are those called? Little like little mason. ceramic um, growlers. Sure. But it's maybe seven inches More tall. Like a jug, like a... Yeah, like an old... old school. Yeah, old jug. school moonshine jug. Yeah. Basically. Like the ones with the three X's on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in yeah, movies that's what and it shit. is, yeah. <laughs> but it's so it tiny. Is. It's, it's very, only like it's six so or seven delicious. inches tall. It's, it's so cute. Good. Very, very good. We had very much fun on St. Patrick's Day. Um, okay. Uh, Every time you say okay, he just like looks right at you like, yeah. What? What? What do you want? What? What do you want? <laughs> Poor Breck voice. I know. My cousin know. hates it, but uh, Hi. you do it all the time. Uh, okay. You're so handsome. Okay. What? Br- what, Brick? <laughs> Sit. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, true crime. True crime this week. Yeah. Yeah. Which means I go first. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. And go on. I'm going. Okay. <laughs> I had to fi- I had to open it. Yeah. He's very distracting. Mm-hmm. Dogs just in general are very distracting. <laughs> uh, to me. Mm-hmm. Probably no one else. I've mostly to noticed. me. I'm just like, ah. Um, anywho. Okay. So mine is about um, Brett Seacat. You ever heard of him? No. No? Okay. Well, uh, police responded to the report of fire and, uh, oh, of a fire mm-hmm. and possible shooting at the Seacat residence <coughs> on Mr. Wreck? Come here. Did he just bark? <laughs> he just oh barked at me. God. He's very bossy. It's like, ma'am, you need to get over here right now. Um, anyway, so they reported to the Seacat re- the residence on April 30th, 2011, where they found the second floor of the house in flames. Um, this is former Sedgwick County Sheriff's Deputy Brett Seacat, um, his wife Vashti, and their two small sons. One is two and one is four. Continue. Uh huh. Um, let's see. Uh, Brett Seacat, who was standing in the backyard by the driveway, told a police officer that his wife Vashti was inside, uh, inside the house and that she had shot herself in the head. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So after the fire was extinguished, firefighters discovered that Vashti Seacat discovered her uh, lying dead on her bed on the second floor, the victim of a gunshot wound to the head, obviously. So yeah. they're like, oh, okay, yeah, she does have a gunshot wound to the head. Yeah. But, but does she about have gun two- residue on her hands? Exactly. Ha! But about okay. two weeks later, Brett Seacat, an instructor, he's actually an instructor at the Kansas Law Enforcement Training Center hmm. um, at the time of his arrest. He was charged with uh, premeditated first-degree murder, one count of aggravated arson, and two counts of aggravated endangering of a child based on the presence of the couple's two sons in the house at the time of the fire. Whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Buster. So basically, his wife, quote-unquote, commit suicide yeah and tries to set the house on fire yeah with everybody inside of the house uh so the two kids her husband and her are all inside of the house okay so she supposedly sets fire to the house and then goes upstairs to lay in bed and shoots herself in the head because at the 2013 trial yeah uh seacat contended that his wife when was this 
20 this was a 2013 trial this happened in 2011 that's why i was wondering if you knew about it because i i vaguely remembered it as soon as i started reading it oh no oh, i didn't know um for some reason i just thought it was mm-hmm. older. like older right yeah i thought it, it was gonna be older too and then i was like 2011 what the hell Wait a minute. i guess that's still already seven years ago which is sad shut up i know nah. 2013 is already five years ago that's stupid it was someone yesterday um, breck breck He's staring at their door. <laughs> he needs to go out. He's about to run around. But he probably he, could. He could, but he'll get in the trash. Oh, uh, well, I could put the trash somewhere else. No. Like, I'm just trying to, like, dog him so he can go have fun. <laughs> like, oh, oh gosh. Yeah. I give in too much. Yeah. I'm way fine. too But someone reminded gullible. me. What? I don't know why, but someone reminded me that it was, uh, was at work yesterday. Never mind. Because his dad's when I graduated. And he's like, oh, so you've been out for like eight years. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You whoa. shut your mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I like, know. Uh, Dylan turned 26. He's like, oh, I'm four years older. Or in four years, I'll be 30. <laughs> I was like, no shit. So will I one, like, oh, more <clears throat> than you. Like, faster than you. <clears throat> God damn it. Can so I kept yelling at him. the rest of us. It's fine. It's true. <laughs> Old fart. <laughs> but I kept reminding him. I was like, stop saying anything about age today. Mm-hmm. Shut up. You can never speak of it ever again because I'm always going to be older than you. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. Um, luckily, it's only by a month. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, at the 2013 trial, he contended that his wife committed suicide because she was depressed about their collapsing marriage and the prospect of not seeing her children if he took them from custody. Uh, so during his trial, my story's not very long, BT dubs. That's fine. Uh, d- during his trial, prosecutors said that Seacat and his uh, blah, 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 um, basically just kept saying he's the instructor, whatever. Uh, he plotted to kill his wife after she filed for divorce. So she filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. So why then, would she go and then kill herself because she was depressed about their marriage and possibly losing the kids? And yeah. wouldn't you file a divorce and like try if, to get the kids? Yeah. Usually for filing for divorce, it's her reason. Um, So on the night that she died, they said he shot her while she slept and then started a fire in her upstairs bedroom Mm -hmm. to cover up the crime. Duh. Seen it before. Uh, The defense said that she was depressed and had set the fire herself before committing suicide, but there was no way to be able to determine who actually set the fire. Um, Like, which actual person set the fire. Because, I mean, there's no, like, wouldn't it be, like... I guess GSR, gasoline. Yeah. Some solvent residue. residue. There we go. I just made up a new GSR, not gunshot residue. No. Gasoline. Gasoline. Solution. Smell residue. Yes. <laughs> Smelly residue. Unless he, yeah. Um, Unless he, like, cleaned his. Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no way to check if someone set a fire. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Um, Brett, come here. I was like, are you trying to get his attention? Yeah. Yeah, for whatever. He was just looks so happy. He's like, hey, what? What? <laughs> um, okay, so a jury deliberated about six hours before uh, convicting Seacat of all charges, which is kind of cool. Uh, following his conviction, prosecutors announced that they would seek a hard 50 prison sentence, um, life without, which is basically life without parole for 50 years. Good. Um, they withdrew the request after a U.S. Supreme Court ruling um, that they said invalidates the basis of the state's hard 50 law. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, everybody take a drink. Oh, yep. shit. Well, oh, God. I'm going to be a little fucky at the end of this, I think. 
Nah, I'll be fine. Oh, oh. <laughs> this part I might be. <laughs> well, hello. Hi. So fluffy. Uh, so, um, after they withdrew the request, that left only one unresolved issue at the sentencing, whether CCAT's sentences should run concurrently or consecutively. Defense lawyer Roger Falk argued for concurrent sentences, um... And he said, Brett Seacat has absolutely no prior criminal history. He served the Sedgwick County community for many, many years as a law enforcement officer. And he would not... Oh, he does not deserve to be to um, have his sentence done consecutively. He'd rather do it concurrently. Whatever. Um, she didn't deserve to you die, so right? you can fuck off. You don't get to fucking choose, sir. Um, Assistant Kansas Attorney General Amy Hanley. I always want to call it Hanley. I don't know why, but it's Hanley. Amy Hanley. That's why. Cause there's ah. Amy Hanley. That's what I want to say, but it's Amy Hanley. Uh, also mentioned that Seacat's law enforcement experience um, in asking... F- what? Oh, she also mentioned his law enforcement experience when she was asking for um, the consecutive sentences because she says that when he he used that experience or his experience as you know like in law enforcement to be able to stage the crime properly mm-hmm. so he would know exactly obviously what yeah. they should be looking for what they not if someone would know he would know exactly uh solomon um oh sorry i just kind of skipped that mm-hmm. so judge solomon yeah basically um not king imposed- solomon nope not king solomon uh, he imposed a sentence of life in prison with no chance of parole for 25 years for uh, premeditated first-degree murder. He also gave Seacat a total of more than six years in prison for one count of aggravated arson and the two counts of child endangerment. Uh, so since the four counts will run consecutively, Seacat will not be eligible for parole for more than 31 years. Um, so Seacat also, um, while he's being given this sentence Mm -hmm. he fucking loses his shit good and he just goes on this crazy rant that it just like it makes no sense at all and the and like you can just like see the video of it and it's also like pictures like the judge is like laughing because he's like you're an idiot like i'm not listening to you this is stupid so ccat says this is the kind of sentence you believe you will need for a supreme for a kansas supreme court nomination Basically, he's telling the judge that, oh, oh he needs this sentence because he wants to be a Supreme Court. No. And then Seacat then told the judge, you're going to hell for what you have done in this case. And the judge is like laughing, like, okay, no. cool. Um, so Seacat vowed that the evidence the court uh, suppressed will one day be presented and, and, quote, I will be free. Nah. Nah, bro. Don't think so. He's guilty, son. <laughs> the judge also said he considered the fact that Seacat hadn't admitted guilt, hadn't re- hadn't admitted responsibility, and didn't express any remorse for killing his wife. So he took that into account for um, like mm. the sentencing and everything. So he didn't go lightly on him, which was cool. Good. Um, yeah. So the Solomon said, Good. "I didn't. I don't intend to show you any mercy. You didn't show Vashti any mercy." Solomon said it would. It was apparent that Seacat thought he was a he was smarter than the police and the prosecutors who investigated the, and prosecuted the case, as well as all of the twelve jurors who convicted him of murder. <laughs> so of course he's like he's a dumbass basically, yeah. but yeah. So he was convicted. He's in prison. Won't be up for parole in a very long time, which is good. Which good. Would that He'll be, probably like be dead. Twenty thirteen trial. So thirty one years after that. So forty four. 
2044? Okay, he might not be dead. Well, he ends up for parole in 31 years. That's probably going to be denied, hopefully. Kansas deny it. Unless we're under some weird thing where we need room in our jails, which probably will be within like 10 years. For nonviolent crimes first. True. But, I mean. This is violent. I don't know, but he was was an officer. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of go lightly on them a little bit. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so that is Depends the story. Depends on how much they like them. True. Probably. <laughs> I won't go easy on anybody. Mm. I'd be like, y'all are fucking staying in jail for the rest of your lives. Yep. Everyone go to jail. Um, yeah, that's it for my story. That's for Brett, Seacat, and Vashti. No. That's true. Seacat. Yeah. Mine. Uh, there was like not. a lot more like fluffy stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that's not necessary. Mine's very interesting. It was a lot of uh, like news reports about the same yeah. wording. Mine's... And then there was another one that I was just like, no. Yeah. There wasn't like a lot to yeah. the case, but they try to like make it out to be like, oh, it was this very intense case. I'm like, no, basically he just went crazy, which is really funny. So if you ever want to see the rant, look up Brett Seacat, Kansas jury rant or jury rant, something like that. I think that's what the title Good. of it is. It's so hilarious. Google so it? go Google it. Yep. Go go on. Go go on. You finally gave up. He's like, yeah. Let's see. You just have to ignore him because he's bossy. You just won't be able until to acknowledge it. Correct. If he barks, we ignore it. <laughs> he's still staring at the door. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, oh he turned around. Oh, I can't. Oh, almost oh, made eye oh, contact. Oh, oh, God. Oh, boy. All right. So mine is crazy. Uh huh. Um, so mine is about James Earl Ray. Yeah, it sounds familiar, and I'll tell you why it does. If you're it's like James Earl Jones, that's what right? James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. Um, yeah, it does sound very familiar. It does, and you'll find out why in a second. Um, so actually, technically, he was born in Alton, Illinois, but his family moved to Missouri when he was about six or seven. That's where he grew up. Um, and he was on the list when I was Googling for terrible people from Missouri on the only in your state site. So, oh, mm-hmm. hmm. whatever, <laughs> whatever. Um, but he, uh, I was just going to go into it and then reveal it later, but I don't want to do that now. So, uh, he is, um, who was, um, uh, caught in, um, sent to jail for the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King. There it is. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Why, who Why are they that? always three names? What? Yeah, because they're crazy people and use three it's names. Weird. It's very weird. Yeah. Hmm. James Earl Ray, the assassinator. Uh-huh. Assassin. Of the Martin assassinator. King. Assassinator. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. It'll be Bach. No, he won't. Different, different, different movies. Different movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you don't know who Dr. Martin Luther King is, Junior is. Um, Get the fuck out. I don't, I don't know. No. Please. Google it. Please, for dear yourself God. in the face. If you're like, hmm, yeah. that sounds real familiar. Uh, it should. Just know that we're giving you horrible faces just right now. I've, I've hit you. In just the know, face. just know, we've hit you multiple times. Just go ahead in our minds and just you just, just you stupid. S- you Google it and then you be like, oh, and then you sit down and, and you, you think about what you sit in a corner you, and you, you face sit that there corner and you don't you get up, don't don't even. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, we'll talk about him because even though 
like the, the he, he's a terrible person. Uh-huh. He's a very interesting, horrible little fuck. <laughs> he's an interesting, horrible little, <laughs> little fuck. fuck. Okay. I so, like it. Uh, so he was born on March 10th of... Oh, Ma- hold on. I want to use that to describe people but, from now on. Uh, ah, he was an interesting, horrible, horrible little fuck. fuck. <laughs> uh, so he was born March 10th of 1928 in Alden, Illinois. Um, he was the ol- eldest of George and Lucille Ray's nine children. Ugh. 1928, though? Yeah. Oh. I was gotten, baby. That's well, true. Yeah. I think so my mom was the youngest of... Yeah. My mom was the youngest of... Yeah. Uh, seven. Eight. Eight? Eight. Because, yeah. Good. This one was the youngest. The thing. Uh, uh, the Ray's struggled to make ends meet, and as a consequence, the family moved several times during the early part of Ray's childhood. Um, part of his life was shaped by tragedy, like in Jesus... Uh, oh. No, wait, never mind. Not yet. Uh, 1937, the family suddenly left Alton and relocated to Ewing, Missouri. Ewing. 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 Ewing, Missouri. Eh. Um, after police started looking for Ray's father on a forgery charge. So, oh. Badness is in the blood. Uh, then two years later, his younger sister Marjorie died in a fire after playing oh. with matches and accidentally catching herself on fire. What the fuck? So don't. Play with How matches. Do you do that? Or if you do, don't wear flammable things. Just be naked with a glass of water by you. I mean, technically, you could still catch something on fire if you're naked. A little just singe. <laughs> All right. Well, that's true. <laughs> just a singe. <laughs> just a singe. Take all the hairspray out. Don't put any hairspray bad about like, here. What's that, Bert? What's that? Oh. It's what? my skin. Great. <laughs> Yay. This is just matches. It won't do that much harm. <laughs> Uh, right? Uh, sure. Someone tell me I'm right. Uh, at the age of uh, 16, where, just uh, Ray left his parents and returned to Alton where he moved in with his grandmother and landed work in the diary room of the International Shoe Tannery. After what? Getting, mm-hmm. Like this tanning. shoe tannery. Tanning um, leather shoes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I was like, tanning, like I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, making it cool. Tanner. Uh huh. Darker? Mm-hmm. Like more, more tan? Yeah, more worn looking. Protective. Like more and more tan. Morton. Morton. Here's a who. Okay. <laughs> After getting. That's laid Horton, off. you weirdo. Nah, I know. Got it wrong. Uh, <laughs> Giggle <laughs> After getting laid off in 1947, Ray enlisted in the Army, eventually getting stationed in West Germany. But he found it difficult to adapt to the military strict codes of conduct because ah. he's a fuck. Surprise, surprise. Um, he was charged with drunkenness and breaking arrest before getting discharged for ineptness and lack of adaptability in 1948. <laughs> Breck? Yeah, don't give him he's any attention because he's just going to keep doing it. Um, raise life outside the... facing away from me. Oh. He wasn't looking at me. He just barked at the door. Don't what blame me. Butt. I'm not looking at him. Uh, da, 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 da. In 1948, he was released from the army, uh, raised life outside of the army, proved even less stable. Uh, after returning to Alton and moving back with his grandma, he blazed through a number of odd jobs. In 1948-49, he left for Los Angeles. Where in October that of that year, police arrested him for robbing a cafe. <laughs> he was sentenced to 90 days in prison, but uh, the lockup 
but it didn't matter to him. Uh, then over the next several years, he embarked on numerous small crimes, serving various jail times. Um, most serious in, uh, well, second most serious, I guess, technically. <laughs> Uh, in 1959, when uh, he was on parole for an earlier theft, he robbed two St. Louis grocery stores as well as another in Alton. Um, I wonder how Alton must be fairly close to the border of Missouri and St. Louis, then or Missouri. I don't know. I don't Illinois. even know where that is. Yeah, I don't know, but I've never he was heard able of it. to, in one day, rob two St. Louis grocery stores and then rob another one in Alton. Probably very close. Hopefully, I guess. Model T's didn't go that fast back then. So. <laughs> just runs really fast. He runs faster than the Flash. Than the flash. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is the Flash. It's also in my notes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my Spoilers. god! Spoilers. What? Um, in oh, is he serious? Reflection, barking what? at himself. No, he just went over and hit the hit the front of the refrigerator. Like hey, he gets he just. Knocking mm. uh, March of 1960, Ray started a 20-year sentence for his crimes, um, but he spent... Mm, what? Hold on. No, oh, something went out of order. Uh, in March of 1960, for most of his crimes, I think I forgot to put something out of order. Whatever. Um, so he was, yeah, on the run a lot. Um, sorry, and he would escape prison... Um, he escaped prison. Oh, and the St. Louis. Okay, that's something that did go out of order. From the St. Louis prison, he escaped by hiding in a bread truck. He was traveling. Uh, but yeah, by hiding in a bread truck in the, from the, during that 20-year sentence in 1960. Oh. Yeah. Um, where am I? What is happening? Okay. Uh, yeah, traveled. Hold on, guys. Let maybe let me take a drink and that fixes it. Okay. It won't. Um. Yeah. And a lot of stuff. His record is still riddled with low budget thefts from all around the country, and even bears the mark of numerous attempts to escape trials and jail time. Uh, before the end of the 50s, some of the stuff's out of order. Whatever. I did my best, okay? I did a lot. There's a lot I'm on here. I'm not judging. So everyone just relax, okay? Um, he served three years in Leavenworth Federal Penitentiary. Uh, somehow he managed to escape from, uh, yeah, from the St. Louis, oh, the Missouri State Penitentiary in 1967. Okay, so he escaped. 1967 is when he escaped Missouri State Penitentiary for that 20-year thing by staying in a finding a way to get into a bread truck oh. and they fled to Canada hmm. yeah um, but he also would avoid a lot of stuff um, so also in the 1950s which was very interesting that's why I told him it was an interesting but mm-hmm. horrible fuck um, he fled to Mexico when he was just doing petty crimes petty con crimes and he lived in Puerto Vallarta um, as an aspiring porn for, uh, pornographer porn star no, pornographer. Oh. Videotaping. Oh. So he would, uh, in uh, so por- he, he, Puerto so he Vallarta. be more behind the camera. He's yeah. He's more of an artiste. Yeah, man. He's so okay. misunderstood. All right. right. I see his vision. It's like, it's but he would such a good follow vision. around um, sex workers of Puerto Vallarta and just film them as their, as the porn. That's. Um, no, so no script. Is that. And is then it, his. Is that porn? 
I, I mean, if you film it, I guess so. But like, there are, it's like a niche. Job. I don't know. I don't know. I guess porn stars are, have a job too. Obviously. Yeah. So but I feel like sex workers don't want you to do. I don't know. Maybe some of them. Maybe I don't know. Maybe some were like, "Fuck it, I don't care." And then he good for them. Dated one for a moment. Oh. But he also also filmed her. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much pretty much all that junk. So he's just on the run. Goodness, kind of. He's good at it. He's good. Seems like it. Good at escaping, but it's when he still gets caught though. <laughs> it's like so. way back when though, right? Well, like catch me if you can. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. So uh, on to Doctor King. Um. So it's not really apparently it's not sure uh, or exact uh, reason uh, why uh, James Elroy killed Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it continues to be like a debate on his role in the murder. Like he's just the crazy. Conspiracy theories or blah, blah, blah. Um, evidence does suggest that Ray had little stomach for in- integration policies that were sweeping the country. In addition to his segregationist beliefs, he also saw a big payday, as some historians have said, mm. apparently, uh, by killing black leaders like H. Rap Brown, Stokely Carmichael, and then Doris Dr. King. So I didn't look up. I, I, I sh- probably should know who those other two are, but I don't. I, like I wasn't talking about people, in history, so there's a lot of people from history that we don't know about. Yeah, true. So then we find it and be like, watch oh, Mysteries of the Museum, everyone, I and you'll learn a lot of back well story Google history. Those two, I yeah. meant to do that, but Google I did it. it. I'll Google it later. Um, so exact details that led him to um, Memphis in April '68. Um, so, oh, the, yeah, that timeline, basically. Um, he rented a room at a rooming house under the name. Eric Starville Galt, uh, near the Lorraine Motel, which is where King was staying. Um, on March 5th, 1968, he underwent a facial reconstruction. So before, oh. before all that, he went on, apparently did a facial reconstruction, rhinoplasty for his nose. If you don't know what that means. Rhino. Will, rhino. Rhino. Think of rhino, like with a rhino, rhino horn, horn and, their, and your nose. And down. Yeah. That's how I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> when I first heard about it, when I was like, I was like what, like oh, eight? I'm just kidding. Probably. Yeah. Rhinoplasty. Uh, performed by Dr. Russell Hadley. I don't know why I left that in there, but whatever. It's important. It's important, apparently. <laughs> and then March 18th, 1968. For some reason, I thought it went back somehow because I had it in my mind. It was April. Uh Ray left Los Angeles, began a cross-country drive to Atlanta, Georgia, arriving in Atlanta on March 24th, 1968. He checked into the rooming house, eventually bought a map of the city. FBI agents later found his map when they searched the room in which he was staying in Atlanta. On the map, the locations of the church and residence of Dr. Luther, of Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King, were circled. Ray was soon on the road again and drove his Mustang to Birmingham, Alabama. There on March 30th, 1968, he bought a Remington Model uh, 760 Game Master, uh, .30 to .06 caliber rifle. I don't know what all those things mean. And a box of 20 cartridges from the Aero Marine Supply Company. He also bought a Redfield uh, 2X to 7X scope which he had mounted to the rifle. He told the shopkeepers that he was going on a hunting trip with his brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then again, sure. 1968. 
Ray had continued using the Galt alias after his stint in Mexico, but when he made this purchase, he gave him his name as Harvey Lowmeyer. Meyer. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's fake. Uh, after purchasing the rifle and accessories, Ray drove back to or James <coughs> Breck uh, drove back to Atlanta. An avid newspaper reader, he passed his time reading the Atlanta Constitution. The paper reported King's plan return trip to Memphis, Tennessee, which was scheduled for April 1st, 1968. On Great. April 2nd, Ray packed a bag and drove to Memphis. Mm. On at the uh, Lorraine Hotel or Motel, um, now known as the Civil Rights Museum, which I want to go down there and see that, as well as the Smithsonian thing. And then there's another, some other stuff we'll, for a different day, okay. um, where he, King, Dr. King, was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Google it, and then you sit in a corner and think about what you did. Mm hmm. Oh, God, that exactly. scared me. My <sighs> sentiment is exactly. On April 4th, your tone. 1968, uh, he killed Dr. King with a single shot fired, fired from his Remington rifle uh, while King was standing on the second floor balcony of the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, Tennessee. Shortly after the shot was fired, witnesses saw Ray fleeing from a rooming home across the street from the motel. He had been renting the room uh, in the house at the time. A package was abandoned close to the site that included a rifle and binoculars, both found with raised fingerprints. Which is kind of suspect. Was that part uh, was just yeah. like... Do uh, you remember the episode of X-Files when they did that on... Um, uh, oh, the Kennedy dude. Oh, God. Lee Harvey Oswald? Oh, I was like, Kennedy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like the Kennedy dude. Yeah, his yeah. name's Kennedy. No, I meant the... Beam and the assassin. The, the other one. Assassinator. Yeah. The assassinator. <laughs> uh, oh, my f- God. I really well, can't it must be the it. name for this episode, the assassinator. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, Harvey Oswald. You remember that episode? No. Vaguely. What'd they do? I remember that. What? Like, like, the X-Files showed him, like, the smoking guy. Uh-huh. Um, it was, like, showed, like, how that was, like, a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, I think I do like, remember that had him like come into the room and was just like, oh no. Uh huh. And then they, he was captured. So who knows? Could be, but does this, just that, that package abandoned part is what. Yeah. Because you wouldn't just, you wouldn't, Mm-mm. like, it didn't say abandoned. So I don't know if it, maybe it was just like left like on the street. If that is that suspect, if it was like tossed in like a dumpster, that's, that's not really dumb. Bad. Yeah. But that's more believable than yeah. anything. Uh, burr, burr, burr. Um, so he, where'd he shoot from? In case you're wondering, because I have that information. Um, I was. Okay, good. <laughs> was it a knoll of any sort? No. Okay. Mm. Um, so Wrong he one. stood in the bathtub of a shared bathroom, balanced his rifle on a window ledge and shot King as the civil rights leader was standing at a balcony outside of his motel. Uh, yeah. So he was out there. I think he was, I think he was having just like, just out there, like having a smoke or something. I thought he was Maybe. just walking. He was yeah. talking, talking to some. No, I'm pretty sure he was talking to people. Yeah, he was he? talking. To, he was talking. He was out there talking. He was just out. He didn't really I think he was just out of mm-hmm. his room just to get out yeah. of his room. Yeah, he was just like up on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after shooting Dr. King, he fled immediately, setting off a manhunt that would last more than two months and cross over uh, and cover five countries. 
I was going to say counties, but it's countries, countries because of what I'm going to go over. Uh, at the time, it was said to be the FBI's most expensive and biggest investigation in history. I'm sure they've spent money on much more dumb things. Yeah. Like the war on like, drugs. I was whatever. like, uh, J. Edgar. Yeah. He uh, he was one to spend lots of money Hoover. and be very yeah. showboaty. That's why they have the Hoovervilles or the shanty towns. Yeah. I wonder if Hoover Vacuum was named after him because he sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It should be. I wonder. I think, I feel like that. I'm going to say that's the thing. All right. Hmm. I'll go with it. It's my thing in my head. I'm not going to um, Google it. <laughs> nope. It's a On thing. July uh, 19, 1968, the FBI caught up with Ray in London. Um, after, so he got there uh, after he uh, murdered Dr. King. He drove to Toronto, Canada. From Canada, he uh, did a brief stint in Lisbon, uh, Portugal. Uh, before eventually ending up in London, before attempting to go to Brussels, which is in Belgium, if you aren't aware. Google Some it. people don't know. Look it up. But you should. Uh, he was arrested at the at the Heathrow Airport in London in an attempt to leave the country with his fake Canadian passport. So uh, from London, he was extradited to the United States. He pled guilty to the murder something he'd spend the rest of his life trying to reverse and was sentenced to 99 years in prison. Good. Following the assassination, uh, oh, nope, it just reads, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just, apparently I just copied and pasted it for the same thing. Um, but his name on his false passport was Raymond George Sneed. Sneed. Oh. S-N-E-Y-D. Yeah. Uh, so what? S N. E-Y-D? Yeah. Huh. Oh, wait. That's an interesting last night. Is it June 8th or July 19th? Oh, no. Now we've got contradictions. It's okay. Just say summer. Uh, of summer. Summer 69. of... 69. No. No, 68. We were one off this time. No. We gotta find... We gotta Google, like, Kansas or Missouri crimes in mm-hmm. summer of 69. We'll do it for the fiftieth episode. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, so okay, extradited, and then he finally get, uh, confessed to the crime on March tenth of nineteen sixty nine. I don't know why. Uh, on his forty first birthday, um, after pleading guilty, he was sentenced to the other yeah, ninety nine years in prison. Uh, June eleven, so in prison in Tennessee. Hmm. Uh, at the uh, <laughs> Bershey Mountain State Penitentiary. The what? <laughs> the what? The Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. Brushy? Brushy Mountain. So it's got some fucking bushes State on it? Penitentiary. Like Brushy just Mountain? Brush. People just brush against it. Mountain it's a brushy. Brush. It's, well, I mean, it has brushy brush mountain. on it. That's what I mean. Like, it has it, brush. Yeah. In Petros. Okay, so there's just a bunch of bushes on this fucking mountain. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. That's silly. Brushing. Uh, in Petros, Tennessee. Um, so on June 11th of 1977, he and five other inmates escaped. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, but he was found by Bloodtowns about eight miles away from the prison shortly after the escape attempt. Ha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He made the FBI most wanted list before his recapture, and an extra year was added to his 99-year sentence. Yes. Mm. Mm. Uh, so we got 100 years now. So math after that, you yeah. did that really fast. I did it real quick. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, 
So after on uh, so after that, he was like interviewed for his escape attempt for some mm-hmm. reason. People wanted to know about it back then. Yeah. Um. So on Friday, uh, February, on Friday, thirteenth. I don't know what happened to the date. Okay. Well, uh, on a Friday in nineteen seventy eight. That okay. on whatever month it ended on the thirteenth. I don't. Um. Oh, on Friday thirteenth. That's that's fitting. That's real fitting. Right. Yeah, um, so James Earl Ray married Anna Sailing Sandhu. Uh, she was an artist. Uh, was 20 years his junior. I don't know what that means, but so it means she's de- very years, much younger than him. 20 years younger. Just 20 years younger? Why did you say 20 years younger? 20 years his junior. Yeah. yeah. The same thing. That's stupid. Just fancier, fluffy wording. This is why people have a problem with the English language. Okay? Yep. One of the thousands of reasons why yeah. <laughs> Americans. Uh, the two, yeah, suck. the two met when um, Anna was doing drawings of Ray for the TV interview. Um, she the, she said they connected through Ray's direct gaze and emotional depth. I'm sure they did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, she's just as batshit crazy as he is. Yeah. Uh, however, although they spent more than 12 years as a married couple, oh. who exchanged lots of love letters in lieu of conju- conjugal visits, uh, <laughs> James then filed for divorce from Anne, Anna in 1990. That's the worst insult. Irreconcilable differences. Oh my God. Like, That's like the worst. That's like, like the worst um, insult ever. It's I'm like you sorry. just married a convicted murderer, an assassinator. And he dumps you for irreconcilable differences. differences. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. That is, is very dumb. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, just a little bit more. Um. So after in about like nineties or so, he kind of just pushes more that he is not guilty. Um, so in the years following his arrest, questions arose about his exact involvement in King's murder. He himself uh, countered that he was not the only one involved in the crime. He insisted that a man he met in Canada, who went by the name Raul, had <laughs> orchestrated the murder and ultimately shot King. No one in Canada is going to try and kill fucking Dr. Martin Luther King. No one. Why would why, why would, would that have, uh, he would it would have That's nothing stupid. to do with them with whatsoever. Canada whatsoever? They were probably like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> a. Don't <laughs> such a loser. Oh, god, god, stupid, stupid. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry so to sorry say, to say you, that, but, but uh... you're a loser. I got to work my Canadian. Clearly. Um, I would say, unfortunately, just, I was like, unfortunately, just watch How I Met Your Mother. Robin does it pretty good. I know. I should have watched it more. But I don't like that show. Well, I did. Because of Ted. I don't like Ted. Ted is. He's the the worst part, and he's the main part. Everybody else is fine. It's like, Ted. He just needs to shut up and go to the corner. She needs to also chill with your encyclopedias. (laughs) Have an intervention for if someone says a word. (laughs) Hilarious. Uh, Anywho. Anywho. God, side tangents. My bad. <laughs> what ifs? Sidetrack trains on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, Raul orchestrated uh, and ultimately shot 
Dr. King. Uh, later in the early 1990s, he suggested a conspiracy involving the government had been behind the assassination. Uh, even a 1978 special congressional committee said that there was the likelihood, quote unquote, that Ray did not act alone. Hmm. James Earl Ray. Sometimes I don't like when they go by their name, but I like to say Ray instead of James for some yeah. reason. It's easier. Um, it's easy. Toward the end of his life, though, uh, sweet. He's- that was me. Okay. I thought break his head. Oh, my Somehow God. I was like, you are you not just looked that at him tall. like, whoa. <laughs> he was like, you are not that tall, dude. And I tried to push my microphone back a little bit, and then it just like boop, popped out for some reason. Boop. Uh, so, towards the end of the uh, spoiler, okay, he does die eventually. But, well, um, I, don't, I won't tell you seems. why yet. Oh. Um, had the support of unexpected ally, apparently. Dexter king dr king's son mm-hmm. um so i'll get, we'll get to more of that in okay a so just hold on to that piece for a little right. bit and then we'll get on to some other things a nugget of information well, first of all hold on to the nugget. nugget okay um some believe james Earl Ray did not act alone in his murder of dr king a senate congressional hearing committee even took up an investigation into possible government involvement in king's death however the committee concluded that while the FBI's campaign to discredit King lately contributed to the kind of hostile feelings, like, campaign to discredit, like, they were trying to destroy him. So don't even, let's, like, we won't get on this. Then I'll go into That's Black another Panthers episode. and I don't need to That's another episode. I'll go into, boy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, to the hostile feelings leading to his murder. No, really? Whoa, I wonder why. Uh, Breck? Breck? What? I, is Breck. he listening right now? He's Wait not. a minute. I was there. Oh, oh Breck's recarnated, everybody. <laughs> ah. Oh, oh, they did not discover any direct involvement in his death. Uh, of course the government didn't find <sighs> involvement of the government doing something else. Hmm. Hmm. Why would they? Hmm. Uh, but they also concluded that Ray fire, did fire the shot that killed him. Um, oh. So to try and prove his innocence, he hired Jack uh, Kershaw as his attorney who promoted James' claim that he was not responsible for the shooting, which was said to have been the result of a conspiracy of the otherwise unidentified man named Raul. Raul. Yeah. Uh, Kershaw so and his client met with... exotic. Mm-hmm. For mm. Canada. For Canada. Rude I that know. I expect them to be all like French names. No. Or Ricky. Well, Raul's kind of French. Julian is kind of. Julian is French. Every time I think of Raul, all I think of is uh, Fantasy I Opera. Think, oh. I think Raul. Like some Portuguese. But she calls him like Raul. Soccer guy. I don't know. Yeah. I think of like mm. Hispanic, not like French mm-hmm. or French Canadian. <laughs> Raul. Yeah. Of, any, of any sort. Yeah. yeah. And if there is. Am I wrong? Tell us about it. But I think, and then they're like a huge, uh, probably like population of like, like, uh, like Middle Eastern people in Canada. Probably. Just like, it was. I don't yeah. know. Just they're now like Canadians because that's how, yeah, like, that's how it works. It, yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, um, where was I? Uh, his attorney, Kershaw. Raul Kershaw and his client met with representatives of the United States House Select Committee on Assassinations and convic- 
convinced the committee to conduct the base the ballistic test, which ultimately proved inconclusive uh, that they felt would show that Ray had not fired the fatal shot. So, hmm. inconclusive. So, pff, fine. Of course. But still. <laughs> but still. Uh, Kershaw claimed the escape was additional proof that Ray had been involved in a conspiracy that had provided him with the outside assistance he would have needed to break out of jail. So breaking out of the Tennessee jail is, yeah. When he yeah. Got, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's the word, the last, that makes sense. Um, it's like, well, you teamed up with five prisoners. That's what they talked about. Yeah. Like someone who's been there long enough to know. Uh, Kershaw convinced Ray to take a polygraph test as part of an interview with Playboy. More interesting things about. What the hell? Mm-hmm. This dude. Yeah, the magazine said that the test uh, results showed that Ray did, in fact, kill Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that he did so alone. Oh. You big dummy, James. You big dummy, James. You big dummy. Uh, Ray fired Kershaw after discovering the attorney had been paid $11,000 by the magazine in exchange for the interview and hired conspiracy theorist Mark Lane to provide him with legal representation. That's funny. Very funny. That's hilarious. Very, very, very funny. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then in 1997, uh, King's son, Dexter, had met with Ray in the... um, in the pen, in the penitentiary, whatever. Um, Ray, who was feeble and sick from hepatitis C. Mm. <sighs> sure, he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he and asked it. him, "I just want to ask you for the record: Did you kill my father?" And Ray replied, "No, no, I didn't." And King told Ray that he, along with the King family, believed him. I don't. Why would you say that? I don't. That's stupid. Yeah. Uh, the King family also urged that Ray be granted a new trial. When you're very godly people, I guess that's I guess, what yeah. you... I mean, that is true. There are a lot do. of people who are like, oh, you kidnapped and murdered my daughter. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and forgive you because... Pray for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? Okay. I don't know how those people can do uh, it because, no. Nah, that's not me. That's not how I work. <laughs> what was it? Not Dirty John. Um, uh, murder on the Cape. Killing on the Cape. Uh, that's what, um, I think one of the moms said on there. I think it was that one or it was like Dirty John or something. Hmm. Which you have, you should listen to both of those if you haven't. It's very I interesting. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, William Pepper, a friend of King in the last year of his life represented Ray in a televised mock trial in an attempt to grant him the trial he never received. Right. Ever. Uh, in November of 1999, Pepper represented the King family in a wrongful death civil uh, trial against Lloyd Jowers. Jowers, a restaurant owner in Memphis, was brought to civil court in December of 1997 and sued for being a part of a conspiracy to murder Martin Luther King Jr. Hmm. Oh. He was found legally liable and the King's family accepted $100. Do- <laughs> Hold on. Uh-huh. I just copy paste it, so that's just get shocked. A hundred dollars in restitution. Hmm. So I'm hoping that is a typo, and it's like actually a hundred thousand or a thousand. But I just straight up like copy and paste that part. I don't know. I mean, if they're like, "Well, we forgive you." True. That's you never know. Coretta would. Coretta would do that. Oh my god. Are you and Coretta like BFFs? I don't talk about it. Oh my god. (laughs) 
uh, an amount chosen to show that they were not. Oh, yeah. I should have read on. Oh, my God. Like Taylor Swift doing for one dollar. What? Right. We'll we'll talk about that later. I think everything is just me. What? We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, an amount. Oh, I know. Some people know what I'm talking about. Suing for a dollar. Gotcha. Suing for a dollar. I heard about that, but I don't give a shit about Taylor Swift, so I don't really read it. Anyway. I mean, anyway, I, could, I get it, but also it's like if it was, I don't know, like Selena also, Gomez, I'd be like, yeah, girl. Fuck over it. Also, like sometimes. Ugh. I know. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not okay, but also like, but okay, we'll accept it. Well, I'll. For fine, right for the now. sake of feminism. <laughs> fine, girl. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, the amount chosen to show that they were not pursuing the case for financial gain. Uh, the jury concluding on December 8th uh, found that Lloyd Jowers, as well as others, including governmental governmental agencies, had been a part of a conspiracy. Hmm. Mm, you can Google that. Two. Is this MKUltra right now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? The king, Google all these governmental Google conspiracies. All these things. Just go in a deep black hole. Do it and go call the dark web. Call us on Thursday. Go to the dark web to spend an hour. Yeah. See what you can find. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the King family has since concluded that Ray did not have anything to do with the murder of Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, uh, Coretta Scott King said the jury was clearly convinced by the ex extensive evidence that was presented during the trial that in addition to Mr. Jowers, the conspiracy of the mafia, local, state, and federal government agencies were deeply involved in the assassination of my husband. The jury also affirmed overwhelming evidence that identified someone else, not James Earl Ray, as the shooter and that Mr. Ray was set up to take the blame. Well, could, you know, it could very well be. It could. I mean, I wouldn't be for sure. Surprised, but also. (gasps) Jesus, I'm right here. It scared me. Unless you're barking at a ghost like you did last night, because that is is unnecessary, and I need you to stop it right now. That was not cool. No, I was like, get out. (laughs) Can't. I don't want to put on pants. (laughs) Daily struggle. Oh man. For real though. Like if there's a house fire, just like, damn it. Dang it. I hope it's in the summer. (laughs) I'm going outside with no pants on. Oh boy. Um, but see, that's why I always just have a done. set of pants like next to my bed or something. Yeah, I should. Anyway, uh, prompted by the King's family's acceptance of some of the conspiracy theories, United States Attorney General Janet Reno. No, she's Janet Reno. Janet Good. Reno. Are you I, also BFFs with Janet Reno? I don't know. I just remember. I know that name for uh-huh. something. Yeah. She's also been in character on SNL multiple times, and they make fun of her sometimes. Okay, like they do everybody that's else. Probably wear a most. She's kind of taller, wears like power suits, mm. has like dark hair, mm. wears big glasses. Yeah, ah. like looks like typical like early '90s mom. Yeah, that's what she looks like. <laughs> uh, no offense, mom, you had those exact same glasses. It's fine though because she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> my mom sucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love my mom. Oh. Love you, Sandy. <laughs> my mom or my sister listens sometimes. Hey, hey, Michelle. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, hello. Hi, mom. Anywho. Hi, hi Joyce. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hi. These are all the names. Okay. Um, hi, Nicole, if she listened. No. No. She doesn't like scary stuff. She doesn't listen. 
She could listen to odd episodes, I guess, but yeah. that's too much effort Sometimes. for her. It's kind of scary. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Uh, um, uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Janet Reno yeah. ordered a new investigation on August 26, 1998. On June 9th, 2000, the United States Department of Justice released a 150-page report rejecting allegations that there was a conspiracy to assassinate King, including the findings of the Memphis Memphis Civil <laughs> Court jury. So they, they're not even if they did, they're not gonna admit it. I'm just saying. Hmm. They're not gonna say. Hmm. I mean, we know that thing. We know. Yeah. We know. We know. We know. Well, yeah. I mean, seriously, just all the stuff of the Black Panthers. You should. There's a PBS special on Netflix, so you can just look it up, Black Panther. Good Which, luck. when I heard that there was a Black Panthers movie, I had just watched the PBS special Black Panther, <laughs> Black Panthers, and I was excited there's a that difference. it was Black Panthers. I was, was severely wrong. Wrong. But I slowly figured it out by people's posts on Facebook. Right. But there's there should be a cinema blockbuster of Black Panthers. <laughs> They're the reason we have free lunches. Just saying. That kids get free lunches in schools. What? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah. So Ray dies, fortunately. Uh at Columbia Nashville Memorial Good Hospital. Reddance. <laughs> um, goodbye. Because even though he, maybe he didn't do it, but he would have just continued to. But he's also just a piece of shit. And he's also just a so, butt. Yeah. But it's gross. But gross. He's a gross butt. He's a gross butt. Interesting. <laughs> gross butt. Interesting. Horrible. Gross. Fuck. Butt. Gross butt. Um. So. An interesting. Uh, horrible. Fuck. Who has a gross butt? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um uh, yeah so memorial hospital nashville tennessee on april 23rd at 1998 uh ray had been treated for a liver disease so sclerosis of the liver because that's what happens when you go with untreated hep c uh, medical knowledge for you if you wanted to know if not google it later if you don't believe me i guess if you want to know more yeah if you want to know more google it later uh the, over the years, uh, and according to the Tennessee Department of Correction, Ray died from that and kidney failure, mm. which yeah, if your liver is messed up, it's affect your kidneys because your body's just working mm-hmm. harder. Okay, all right, we're uh, we're almost we're, uh, we're almost there. Okay, we're almost there. He's like, lady, come on, come on, oh, come on. Okay, uh, you got your tip. Yeah. Okay. But I was also going to add something. Uh-huh. Um, I'm drinking a vanilla latte from Spokes. Uh-huh. And I made it. And you made it. You're like, you want a latte? And I was like, fuck yes, I want a latte. No, I was, I was just, just going to go up to Parisi anyway because I was like, I haven't eaten yet either. So I was yeah. going to grab something from up there and just grab a coffee on my way. Yeah. And then be like, yeah, I'm just having Parisi just... again. And then you're like, do you want a latte? And I was like, oh, yes. I made it. Yeah. Because Eric delicious. was taking over and... Uh, I was just like, I'm gonna. She had a, she had, she had a bad day. I had a bad day. <laughs> she had a bad day. It was a bad day today. I don't yeah. even know. Like, it wasn't even like, 
It was just everything. Yeah. Everything. It just started off terrible this morning with people who couldn't drive in the fucking rain. Yeah. It's rain. It's just rain. It took me an extra 20 minutes to get to work today because I literally got on the highway mm-hmm. when it's supposed to be like open yeah. and it was completely backed up because there were two wrecks yeah. this morning. And so I'm like, guys, it's, it's, it's not water. It's, it's, it's water. We've so had it before. We live in the Midwest. Down. Get the fuck used to it. You should know how to drive in the Midwest Slow now. down. That's what I really don't understand. It's like people... How, how do you not know? Like, right. We go through this all the time. This Learn. The, we've been here, mm. people. Many times. Many already times. this year. You were very disappointed. <sighs> okay. So, escape room tip number, I think I put 73, something like that. I don't know. Sure. 73. I put it on the little Google thing. Oh, yeah. Um, he's trying to escape again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, escape room tip number 73. Uh, I... I don't know if I've really said this before or not, but, um, hey know. guys, so, uh, it's an escape room. Mm-hmm. We're not a babysitter. Mm. So mm. I, I get that we have walk-ins. You can come in and do a game. That's perfectly fine. But when I tell you that your children should be with an adult because it's going to be difficult for them and they might not get out or that we would recommend an adult going in just because, you know, we don't want to have to sit there and watch your children to make sure they don't break stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can go I in mean and not it. participate. I mean it. Yeah. Like, if you just want to go we'll and sit in the corner, that's perfectly fine. But no, that's not what happened. Of course not. People came in and just brought their kids in. They're like, yeah, we just, for three. And we were like, okay. They're like, but they're kids. Like, is that okay? We were like, well, we don't have anything other than, like, a mid-level room yeah. to for them to do. And the youngest one was, like, seven or eight, maybe. The oldest one being, like, 12. But it's almost 13, so. Yeah, it's almost an adult. I recommend an adult going in. The, well, she's almost thirteen, yeah. so no, she's almost fifteen. So, so, so I still, I still need an adult. But that's still not a legal guardian. Still not legal. <laughs> All right, we're almost. We're hey. almost. Hey. Hey. Hey, Brett. Hey. Hey. We're uh, we're almost, almost done. Almost done. Hold on. Just give give me a second. Hold, hold your horses. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we're not a. <laughs> so we're not. In a, yeah. We're not a babysitter. Uh, we're not. And then they. And then they were like, "Oh!" And then the little woman came over to me, and she was like, "Okay, so yeah, you have my phone number. You're just gonna call me an hour when they're done." And I went, "No." Yeah. I like tried. I tried to keep my shit. Yeah. I almost lost it on her yeah. though because I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> don't!" Like she just pushed me. Like it was just one more push, yeah. and I go, "No, you need to come check on your children in about forty-five minutes to see if they're done." We do not call you yeah. when they're done. This isn't I was like Paradise Park. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, Chris. Ridiculous. Whatever. I'm like, Kids you don't get to come in here and sign a waiver and give us all the information. We're not Ikea either. No. They do that too. You want to do that? Go to fucking Ikea. Search around. Walk around for an hour. It doesn't say child care. And just put your kid in there. Like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. So, escape room tip number 73. We are escape rooms, not babysitters. Just put place. Bastards. If you want, if you're Stop just walking in and trying to come to do something on a Monday Union Station, don't because nothing is open. Well, also, oh yeah, we also got a lot of lip today because we were like, they were like, well, what out, like, what's the easiest room then? Because everything we had was pretty much booked because yeah. it's spring, spring break. break, and so other people are walking around and booking the rooms. Yeah. So this lady came in today and asked us when the next one for the easy room was, and we said 7.30, and yeah. she's like, well, what do you mean? We are like, and then we said, yeah, well, you can take this and book it online again, but the weekends book up pretty fast. She's like, well, it's not a weekend today, and it's pretty booked up. Oh, my God. I was like, it's because it's spring break. 
So there's a lot of people just like you walking around and wanting to play. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. It is. I was like, yeah, bitch, uh-huh. not just for your kid. No. For an to, entire state. Go to Crown Center. <laughs> Good. Go Lord. to Crown Center. Yeah. So it was very irritating. But they, I don't, I don't remember if they booked or not. But mm. anyway. Okay. Mini rant over. Mine is, like, oh my, my fires just happen like between like 11 and 1.30 for lunch rush. Like 11.30 mm. to uh-huh. lunch rush. But it's easy because there's. Usually two people there. It's yeah. just like, here's your latte, here's your... And then put in the food order and it comes in later. Hmm. It wasn't actually any Postmates for a rainy day. I was expecting oh. more Postmates yeah. people. But we didn't have I it. would we have had if I was people home. order online and then come in. Huh. But yeah, it was very interesting. interesting. It was very slow to start off with. And then, like... Do you do the Postmates for Spokes then? Mm-mm. Sometimes? They'll come no. in. Yeah. I don't... I haven't done Postmates in a while. But poop. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, in. like, it'd be cool, though, if you could do Postmates for folks. Be like, guys, I got to like, leave real quick. Bye. Be back. It's just like on one day or two days of the week or something, you just get on Postmates and have an extra person on the shift. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, cover me. I'm mm-hmm. leaving. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hi. Okay. <gasps> what are you doing? Uh, Casey, <gasps> fact, which I should have just done this. should have done this last week for uh, St. Patrick's Day, but I uh, did not think that far ahead. I thought enough far ahead to do research i just did not think far ahead to make my fact match with uh-huh. what was coming okay. up it's yeah. fine we'll get there eventually it's fine. um so it is uh the casey fact is um the oldest irish owned business in america in america in america now it used america. to be like western like mississippi but oh, now dang. it's uh Bra- brown's irish marketplace i've heard of that on um what's that not been there 33rd Thirty-second. Google it. May thirty-first. I think it's thirty-third or thirty-second, and turns into Linwood. It's just right by MCC Penn Valley. Oh, right okay. There, oh, off okay. Pennsylvania. And yeah. That so they always like gotcha. have stuff closed down and mm-hmm. have like especially for that, and they've been around since uh, eighteen eighty-seven. Dang. So one hundred and one years. <laughs> wait, no. No. No wait, eighteen eighty-seven. 1987. 1987 minus... Why would you say 1987? 1987, that's 80 years. 1887, that's when it was opened. It started in 1887? Mm-hmm. 1887 minus 131 years. 131 years. That makes more sense. Yeah. There it is. I had to do it on my calculator. That's I didn't fine. do that. I've been in... Like, when we were at... When I was at Pin Valley, we'd go there sometimes for lunch. I've it's never been. cool. Yeah, it's a very cool little... Little store, little niche store, little niche store. Yeah, pretty neat, pretty neat. Got all the Irish things there. <laughs> that means well, but yeah. So it's, yeah, Browns. Just got shamrocks everywhere. <laughs> and then Celtic, like Irish claw rings, and uh-huh. then uh, just all the Celtic yeah. stuff and some family names. Um, yeah, which all is really funny because people are like, "Oh, are you Irish?" Because I'm like redhead and I'm, like. A little bit, yeah, but I'm actually more German, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. of anything. Uh, more Irish people are actually brunette. There's actually very few Irish people who are redhead. It's not yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. They're mostly all brunettes. Yeah. That's Just FYI, everyone else. <laughs> Google it. So is redhead more like Scottish, then? Or just like mutants. It doesn't matter. I'm just oh, kidding. True. But you, yeah. are, you are a mutant. Literally mutant. Um, yeah. But no, I think, yeah, I think they're more Scottish. Oh, okay. Yeah, than like brave, because brave mm-hmm. was Scottish, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, they're very close together. You can literally see one from the other. Yeah. But, yeah. Yes, oh. they're different. <laughs> okay. Well. Yay. We did, did it. With minimal. Uh, minimal Breck exposure. Yeah. That's why I didn't but put any someone, squeakiness in his toys. But he, he's very <coughs> concerned. Oh. Uh, well, I'm concerned. gonna. Oh, I finished my drink. Yeah, I did uh, too. Oops. I know I had that drink, and then I have this drink. I'm almost done with this drink too. It's <laughs> like oh, crap. I'm gonna go pee in a minute. Oh boy. Okay. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep in mind, uh, March 29th. 29th. Woo. Eight o'clock. Yes. In Westport, Westport Coffee House, but also theater, y'all should watch theater, whenever. Y'all should watch Opening Day as well. I don't think anybody That's else fine. is super excited. Yeah, you shut your mouth. It's more than just fine. It's going to be fantastic. Okay. And we're done. <laughs> and that's Casey. Woo. Ooh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Hi, guys. Don't forget you can listen to That's KC on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If we are not on your favorite podcast directory, let us know. You can chat with us on the Twitter or Instagram at That's KC Pod and Facebook at That's KC. If you'd like to help keep the local liquor, food, and this podcast flowing, you can support us on Patreon. If you have suggestions for local Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas food and drink, or, you know, would like to send us something, wink, wink, please send us an email to thatskcpod at gmail.com. P.S. If you have your own local story you would like to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you via email. Oh, intro music is provided by Brian Lawson. Okay, bye!